Welcome to the Faith Podcast. I'm Pastor Carrie Butler II. We believe the Word of God has the power to transform your life to the life God has always made for it to be. And we believe today's message will do exactly that. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Every time we decided we're going to do it my way, we're going to do it our way. God, yes, I know you want me to go this way, but I don't want to, so I'm going that way. I know you want me to go over there, but I'm staying here. Every time we made that decision, God put the punishment for that decision on the Lamb of God. He took my place so I don't have to pay the price of my rebellion trying to do it my own way. He took my place. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before a shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was just. He was righteous. He could have called angels down to judge and destroy the earth. He could have said, no, I'm not dying for them. I'm not dying for that rebellious, evil, wicked people, which we were. But he took my place. He was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression, the rebellion of my people, he was stricken. And made with his grave with the wicked. With the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence. Neither was there any deceit in his mouth. He shouldn't have been treated this way. He shouldn't have been looped together with those who were criminals, those who were murderers, those who were thieves. They shouldn't put them in that category, but they put them in that category because we belonged in that category. And he took our place. Notice verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. God was pleased with what Jesus went through. It was good to him for Jesus to be beaten, for him to be crushed, for the crown of nails to be jammed in his skull, for his beard to be plucked off, for the beating of the cat of nine tails to hit him 39 times, to yank the flesh from his body to where he didn't look like a man. God was happy with it when they stretched his arms wide and plunged the nails in his hands and through his feet. And when he took his breath to breathe and all the torture that went through his body God was happy because he took your place he hath put him to grief when thou shalt make it so an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Why? He shall see the travail or the trouble of his soul and shall be satisfied. It's the claims of justice. He went from that cross to the pit of hell where all of Satan and his demons were tormenting him. And all of a sudden, sometime in that three days, God said, the claims of justice are satisfied. And the Holy Ghost surged him and raised him up. We belonged in hell. We belong deserving that torment. We all deserve the flames and the worms of hell. We all deserve the destruction of the devil. But he took our place so we don't have to go. 
He took my place. He took my place in hell. He took my place on that cross. He took my place with those stripes. He took my place. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify. None of us were just when our own works. Because he took my place. God sees me as righteous. God sees me as justified. He doesn't see me. He sees the lamb. He sees that blood that was shed. So when I come to him, he's not seeing all my faults, all my mistakes, all my issues. He just sees Jesus. Because he took my place. For he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, look at Jesus' reward. I will divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Well, who is the great? You. Who is the strong? You. Jesus did all this work, got a reward, and shared it with you. Let the weak say that I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. For greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You are the great. Because he has poured out his soul unto death like a drink offering. And he was numbered with the transgressions. And he bare the sin of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. He took my place. Go to 1 Peter chapter 1. He took my place that's the message we tell people he took your place see what happens with a lot of believers they try to still make up for their past they still try to pay for their mistakes even if they're in a life now they say well I did this before I'll say but I have to do this because of the life I live that is not God that is religion because Jesus took your place He was like, oh, I made some financial errors. Now I have to take all these years and fix them myself. Who said that? Because he took your place. All you got to do is do what he tells you to do. And he will help you recover even from your financial mistakes. Because he took your place. You might say, well, I was a bad parent. I did all these things to my children. My family is a mess. Oh, I have to wait all these decades to get my children right. Who said that? He took your place. Your family can be whole. First Peter chapter one. He took my place. Glory to God. Glory to God. First Peter chapter one. Verse 19. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He took my place. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish, without spot. But notice what it said in verse 18, because it tells us what he did. For so much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things, but we were redeemed with the blood of Christ. Redeemed means to liberate by payment of ransom. To cause to be released by oneself uh, by payment of ransom. To redeem, to liberate, to deliver from evils of every kind, internal and external. The lamb came that you might be rescued tells us Philippians that he rescued us from the authority of darkness doesn't matter what witch or warlike tries to put a curse on you you've been rescued from the authority of darkness 
Doesn't matter what runs in your family. You've been rescued from the authority of darkness because he took your place. Go to Galatians chapter 3. He took your place. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. For it is written. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. This is a concept to grapple with because we serve a Messiah who was cursed. The son of the blessed one. The blessed one himself received the curse, was made a curse so that we don't have to be cursed. The cursed Messiah he became a curse so that we can become the blessed. So it doesn't matter what's, oh, that's a generational curse. Oh, that follows my family line. Jesus became a curse so that you can be the blessed. People are like, oh, I'm doing this. The curse is working in my life. It doesn't have to because Jesus became a curse so that you can become the blessed. No curse shall operate in your life because he took your place. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Glory to God. We'll start with verse 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. For he hath made him, Jesus the Lamb, to be sin for us who knew no sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He made Jesus sin. Jesus didn't sin, but he became sin. So that we could become the righteousness of God. You never did anything that qualified you to become righteous. Nor did Jesus ever sin. But he took your place. And you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Even when you make a mistake. Your sin does not disqualify you from your righteousness. Because what righteous things you did before you became righteous did not disqualify you from your sin. So now because he took your place, you are the righteousness of God even when you make a mistake. Because that's why you can boldly come before the throne of grace and ask for mercy. That means you missed it. You blew it. Even after you were made the righteousness of God, you made some mistakes. But you can boldly come to the throne of grace, ask for mercy, confess your sins, and receive forgiveness because he took your place. It's not an offering that has to be offered every day. It was offered once by the Spirit of God for all eternity. So it doesn't matter what you have done or what you did or what you will do. The Lamb was offered so that you can be righteous forever. Glory to God. Glory to God. But notice this context Paul's talking about here. Because of what Jesus did. He said, because he died for us, we should live for him. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Why? He took your place. Behold, all things have become new because he took your place. 
And then because he took your place, he gave you the ministry of reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. And hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, th- now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, his place. Be you reconciled to God. Because he took your place, God wants you to go tell others that he took their place. So we see what verse 21 says. Look at verse 6. We then as workers together with him. So now that he, we know he took our place, we're supposed to go and tell others he took your place. So go to Revelation chapter 5. Now something I noticed when I was looking through Revelation yesterday. It's important to know, you know, we see different titles for Jesus in the book of Revelation. But 26 different times in the book, he is called the Lamb. It's important for us to know that he is the Lamb. A lot of times it talks about the lamb in this reference. It's talking about thousands of years after what he did. But heaven still calls him the lamb. Revelation chapter 5 talks about the scene in heaven. Verse 2, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And it says, there is no man worthy in heaven or on earth to open or under the earth to open the book. Neither to look thereupon. And John wept much because no one was worthy. But then one of the elders said to him, Weep not. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain. Having the seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit and his manifestations. Send forth into all the earth. So he came forward, the Lamb of God, took this scroll, and they sang a new song how he is worthy to take the seals. He is worthy. And also said in verse 10, and has made us unto our God kings and priests. The Lamb took your place. Lift you out of a low place and made you kings and priests. Remember the Old Testament, the lamb had it come so that the Aaron and his sons could be sanctified to serve. The lamb came. So now you are a priest of God. You are a king before God. The lamb took your place. And people say, well, if you're a king and you have no wealth, your royalty is in question. So he took your place. So everything needed for you to be a royal ruler has been provided. Everything required for you to be a priest has been provided. And so they worshiped him. But let's skip over to chapter 12, verse 11. Chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him who Satan. The evil one, all of his forces, by the blood of the lamb. The lamb took your place so that you have eternal victory. Doesn't matter what Satan tries to do. You already win because you've already won. You're not trying to win. 
You're not trying to get the victory. All you're doing is enforcing your victory because of the blood that was shed by the Lamb of God. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. So they didn't care what Satan threw in their way. They were going because they knew the power of the blood of the lamb. And they were saying the word of their testimony. What is your testimony? He took your place. It's like I was with this and this before I got saved. But Jesus took my place. And now I'm this and this. And he can do the same for you. They loved not their lives. So they didn't care what people said about them or tried to do to them. They went forward because they were covered in the blood and they had a message on their lips. He took my place. Go to Revelation chapter 19. He took my place. Glory to God. Revelation chapter 19. Verse 7. The praising God. And said, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come. And his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in the fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. So whoever this wife, this bride is, is clothed. And what the saints do, their message, but he took my place. And whatever God leads them to do decorates who this bride is. Go to chapter 21. Verse 2. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. Prepared as a bride or adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor cry. Neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, right, for these words are true and faithful. Look at verse nine. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. And he talked to me, come here. I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city. The holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God. So the city portrayed as the lamb's wife. Jesus' reward. Who lives in that city? You. He shared his reward again. And gave you a city beyond what you can dream of. That has buildings designed just for you where you will spend eternity. Your mansion is there. Because he took your place. Go to chapter 22. So we see Jesus talking. Verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. And the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride. That's the city. 
Say what? Come. So the Holy Ghost is saying, the city is calling people. Have you ever thought about the city is calling people? New Jerusalem is calling people. The Holy Ghost is calling people. Then notice what it says. And let him that hears, here's what, what the Holy Ghost is saying. Here's what the city is saying. What are they supposed to say? That's our message. To invite people. To tell them to come. That's the message of this great awakening. Come on. Doesn't matter what you've done. He took your place. Oh, but I've done so much, it doesn't matter. He took your place. Well, don't have to clean myself up for if no, you can't, because if you could, you would have done it already. He took your place. None of us are righteous by ourselves. All of our righteousness were as filthy rags. That's why he came and took our place. So that we know that. But now we go tell others. He took your place. That's the message to small and great. He took your place. That's the message to rich and poor. He took your place. A lot of people don't come to church because they're afraid of what they've done. That people will know their sins. He took their place. It's our message to the prostitutes. He took your place. It's the message to the fornicator. He took your place. It's the message to the homosexual. He took your place. It's the message to the lesbian. He took your place. It's the message to the confused. He took your place. It's the message to the warlock. He took your place. It's the message to the Muslim. He took your place. It's the message to the Buddhist. He took your place. It's the message to the Hinduist. He took your place. It's the message to the thief. He took your place. It's the message to those in jail. He took your place. It's the message to those on the street. He took your place. It's the message to those on Wall Street. He took your place. It's the message to the White House. He took your place. It's the message to those in Silicon Valley. He took your place. It's the message to those in Hollywood. He took your place. Jesus said, I didn't come to judge the world. I came to save it. That is our message. Not judging them for what they've done because we've all done some stuff. We've all done stuff that we don't want to know about. We pretend we didn't do it, but we know we did it. But he took our place. That is good news. He took my place. Now I have the blessing of Abraham. That's the gospel. He took my place. Everything is yours because he took your place. All your needs are supplied because he took your place. So you don't have to be worried or afraid about anything because he took your place. So it doesn't matter what you go through, you can smile because he took your place. You just got to think about that sometimes. Yeah, I've been through stuff and this might seem bad right now, but he took my place. So I know I'm going to make it because he took my place. He did it because he loved me. So because he loved me, he took my place. I love God because he first loved me. And he showed his love towards me because he took my place. 
That's what we believe. And that's what we proclaim. That's what you need to tell others. Those people in your family that no one wants to sit next to at Thanksgiving, he took your place. People who think they're too good for everybody, he took your place. That is what we say. That is what we proclaim. That is what we preach. That brings in a great awakening. Because a lot of the world think God is just waiting to judge them. When he's really waiting to receive them. The prodigal son who knew better and left anyways, he took their place. We call all men to come. They don't have to judge themselves worthy for it. Because they're not. He took your place. None of us were worthy. No, not one. None of us were righteous. No, not one. But he took our place and made us the righteousness of God because we received it. That's all we did. We just received it. That's all we tell them you got to do. You just got to receive it. Well, what about my issues? You stick with Jesus. He'll work it out. Well, what about this problem? Come get the word. It'll work it out. He took their place. Stand to your feet. Let's lift our hands and worship the lamb because he took our place. Oh, Father, we're so grateful that you provided a lamb. We're so grateful that you sent Jesus. We bless the lamb of God because you took our place. You paid a price we couldn't pay. You died a death we deserve to die. You went to hell in our place. We are grateful. And then you were raised from the dead. And he gave gifts to us. You sat us with you in heavenly places. Because all the promises of God to be yes and amen for us. Thank you for taking our place. Thank you for taking our place. We worship you, Jesus, because you took our place. Thank you for taking our place. And Father, I pray for all those who are in here. And I proclaim over them that you give them opportunities this coming week to tell others that Jesus took their place. Open to them doors of opportunity, doors of utterance. When they go forth, fill their mouth. Fill them with boldness. Grant them boldness and opportunity to reach others that you so dearly want to reach. And let the anointing of God come upon them that they may say and do everything they're supposed to do so that they may sow, they may water, and they may harvest. Because we believe for a greater awakening. We're in it now, and we say it gets greater every day. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, but you would like to today, I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is your Son. I believe he died for me, but on the third day, you raised him from the dead. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Save me now. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live as a Christian. If you pray that prayer, or you just want to contact us because the ministry has been a blessing to you, email us at info at FCCGA.com. That's info at FCCGA.com. We would love to hear from you. If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to give financially, also go to FCCGA.com and you'll find out how to do so there. Enjoy your week and wherever you go, remember to make Jesus famous.